Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Bold Beautiful Borderline podcast. My name is Lori, and guess what? I'm here with Sarah. Yay! We're going to do a kind of end of, we don't really have seasons, but like end of the season wrap up episode, because as you know, we're all taking, we're all, there's two of us, we're both taking the month of August off. And I feel like there could be like five of us, though, between all of our, our, our energy, our, our chaos or what else are um ideas oh god the amount of freaking it's it's you know if we had five of us in like the editing capacity we would have an episode out every other day it's that's the part that like throws us is it's just like so hard to keep up but anyways we're doing a wrap-up episode for this season this This year year. this year yeah Yeah, because i don't think we took a month off in december this year so it was a full year of yeah, and I was actually one- eleven months. Excuse me, of episodes, yeah. pretty much weekly, if not more than sometimes. Yeah, and did we did we take December off the year before? I think we did. We did because I was thinking I was like, oh, maybe we should do that again. But it's hard. We'll figure. Anyways, we'll figure that out closer too. Yeah, I don't have that in me uh, to do, to talk about that now or to do. Yeah, this- I like don't even know what's happening next week. Yeah, that's fair. Anyways, before we get started, I just want to thank our newest Patreon member, Cal. Thank you so much for your support on Patreon and hope you enjoy all your bonus content. Sneak preview of bonus content. We're going to have a bunch of bonus stuff, um, bonus episodes coming out in August. I don't know if you've recorded them. I have an idea of what I'm going to be doing. There's, a- I've already scheduled one for the first week of August yeah. and then... I think I have more, but yeah, I think it's going to be really fun because it's Patreon bonus episodes that aren't necessarily going to go live on the podcast ever, unless like three years from now we need content or something. Yeah, exactly. We have regular content to literally get us to 2025, I feel like. Oh God. Yeah. It's getting there. Yeah. So I am planning and I say planning because it's been on my to-do list for like two weeks to start this, but I haven't actually started yet. So if it doesn't happen, I'm sorry. But I want to spend a little bit of time this summer going through some like modern research about Borderline and just like doing like mini episodes talking about like what's happening in the research field. Again, I have not started, but that's my hope is that we can I have I think some- it's a great idea. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome to help come on, do anything. Uh, that's that's the plan for August is to put a bunch of bonus content on Patreon. Um, we always have bonus content like here and there. You get your bo- your early access to episodes and early access to super feelers, guaranteed access to super feelers. There's a whole bunch of perks to being on there. But what we try when we take a month off to still have content coming out for Patreon members. So you can join that uh, if you'd like. Then it's in the uh, show notes. And then Sarah and I were just before we started talking about the BPD book club mini series mini series turned into a forever series I, like it's lit it's literally never ending yeah and we were supposed to be doing the last what we thought was last chapter turned out there was two I was supposed to be the the so-called last chapter recorder and I I can't I fold my tent I put my yeah. cards down I don't have it in me. 
there's not going to be there's not going to be an end of the BPD book club mini series as in going through the entire book. There are two chapters we won't have gone through because I don't have it in me. And I I was going to say right before we started, if we ever do a BPD book club again because people loved it. Like it was a great idea. Oh yeah, I want to do another. Yeah, that but- I think that if we do I, that, we should have it as like our regular episodes. So we're not trying to do the book club and. See, two- I don't agree. Cause that's so boring for our regular episodes. I guess. I, our people deserve more. I guess so. It's just so much. It's- I know. I don't think we'll do another BPD book club for like. Ever. <laughs> like a long, long time. Yeah. So but we can do-, do it in advance. We can yeah. upload it to Patreon like uh, like six months in advance as we go at our own schedule, and then we can yes. release it weekly when we're all done or something like that. I think that's a perfect idea. I do think that the next book has to be I Hate You, Don't Leave Me, just yeah, because that- we need to do the most popular books. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I thought the same thing today because I was um, I met with a super feeler for coffee this morning. And I was uh, telling her about Kelly South's book because she's like, oh, what what books would you recommend about BPD? And I was like, honestly, A, I don't read. B, my favorite is Kelly South's book because I think it's just incredibly written and so easy to read. And then when I was on Amazon, like to send her the link, I saw like, I hate you, please don't leave me. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's got to be the next one. There's no option, really. There's no option. Yeah. I mean, I just think like, personally, the reason why I chose stop walking on eggshells, because I didn't even tell Lori I was like starting this. And then I was just like, oh, I decided to do this. Um, do you I was to, triggered to do it too. Yeah, yeah. You, were, you were. But the reason that I started to do this was because like, I felt like we owe it to our community to advocate, not to them, because it is triggering to us. The book mm-hmm. does not paint us in a good light, but we owe it to our community to advocate to family members and friends who read this book with good intentions, yeah. not understanding the damage that it does. Like for me, the BPD mini series, and maybe this is why I don't want it to be actual episodes of our podcast. For me, the mini series wasn't for our people, it was for mm-hmm. their people. Mm-hmm. I hate you don't leave me and stop walking on eggshells were the two books that my psychiatrist recommended me to read, which I think is so damaging. Yeah. And I didn't really read them. I like skimmed them when I was 23, but like, what if I had, and I had given those books to partners at the time. Cause I was like, well, like, this is what they said I should read. Right. If I had had someone say to my partners, you can read it, but also listen to this podcast yes. as you go through it. That would have been so helpful. To be honest, though, I don't think it needs to be read. Agreed. I mean, I don't typically read it for you anyways. Yeah, but I also don't think that it, I don't think it provides enough value in its state, like its current state to be anything. We didn't read it in its current state. We read it in an old edition. Right. But also, but I just mean like in general, like I don't think, I wouldn't recommend giving that book to anybody, even if you're going to say, if you listen to this podcast in addition to the book, feel free. I still don't think it's of value, to be honest. But but that's even from the perspective of helping our our people who like are trying to love us and support us to understand how deep rooted the stigma is. That I think is the only value. The issue is that value, I think, A could be heard in just the podcast episodes without having to read through it. Sure. I mean, there were parts of that, and I'm sure Talon felt the same way that they were upsetting to Aaron to read because oh, yeah. Was, Talon cried in parts of it. Yeah. Cause it was like, this is not, 
true. This is like full on lies. And, and so I don't even think it's necessarily like helpful from a stigma perspective to read the book in full by any stretch. I would recommend listening to the episodes by the end of it, other than the fact that it was like extra content we had to put out every other week, which is always hard for me because I just have, I just, I get so anxious about putting out content as we know. Maria has such a busy social life. She just can't do any. No, 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 it's not. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's not that. I just, I'm such a perfectionist that I get really stressed out if I'm not like six weeks ahead. I know. And that's why, so this is funny because I said to Lori, I don't have it in me to record the last one. And like, she was kind of saying in her text, like, but I feel like we should finish it. And I knew that she was saying that because of her anxiety. And yeah. I was kind of like, well, I'll get around to it. But I really was thinking I'll talk to Lori about it when I see her next. Well, and I'm cool with this as long as this is the wrap up, right? I just didn't want it to like disappear off the face of the earth and people be like, wait, wait, wait. You no, never- I would never do that. Yeah. But I mean, uh, just uh, because we're here, the last, <laughs> the last two, uh, the last two chapters, which like, you know what, maybe we'll get to eventually if we're bored. Chapter 11, just the heading of the rumor of the chapters, lies, rumors, and accusations, distortion campaigns. So I think we don't even need to read that to understand that that's going to be a clusterfuck. And then chapter 12 is what now making decisions about your relationship. Spoiler alert. They're going to tell you to leave us. I don't even need to read the chapter to know that that is what they're going to tell us. So this can be the conclusion of stop walking on eggshells. It. I, by I can't the- really tell you how to stop walking on eggshells, except for like never eat eggs again. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's such a good metaphor. Oh my God. You have got to put that on Instagram. That's fucking hysterical. Um, yeah, for sure. And like, I will say, despite the fact that I was incredibly triggered by the concept at the beginning and I told Sarah, like, I'm not going to have any part of this. I did in some ways enjoy the process because it it was a really interesting opportunity for like Aaron and my dad to to for us to have a conversation that was not just like so how's life but like holy shit this is what people think about us and um i mean i love talking to Aaron about like interesting stuff obviously and my dad and honestly can i say like you having your dad on the podcast is like the coolest most amazing thing ever and sometimes i feel like like I am so missing out on a relationship like that in my life because mm-hmm. even my mom, who's been on the podcast, who's absolutely wonderful and lovely, does she doesn't have it in her to go into like that part of it, the stigma and how deep it is. And like, like m- my mom with her own trauma, I don't like, she doesn't have space for more, you know? And I just yeah. like love that your dad although he's totally imperfect, like all of us, he like shows up to have these conversations with you. And I would like die to have that. I have to say I had, I, I don't cry a whole lot. I don't, I think it's because I'm just numb all the time. In our last episode of the, the last episode that I did, which was waiting for the next shoe to drop your borderline child for uh, the book club. It was me and my dad. And we have a lot of the parenting stuff in my family, like there's a lot of family history of shit. Right. And my dad said, Oh yeah. When you were like 13, you sent me a letter about how you went on mental health medication. And he like almost started crying on the podcast. I don't know if anyways, I don't know if you could catch that, but he like, he was like, we need to talk about something else. Cause I can't basically. 
because of his shame about how he responded yeah and because i think of the letter so anyways he sent me the letter that he has like 16 years later i read it yesterday like a dumbass right before having to record an episode and i was it was so incredibly emotional and i asked him like can i read this on the podcast like this is a personal letter that i wrote to you i'm not going to put it out there if you're not comfortable and i'm going to read you what he said because i think these are the conversations that I'm so thankful we did this series because it stimulated these conversations. I said, would you be comfortable if I record an episode about it? If not, that's totally fair. It's a private letter. He said, I've not read it in a long time. I guess I would want you to explain what I've said in my other podcast episodes. The short answer is it's your podcast. You can do what you want. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do it if you're not hundred percent comfortable with it. It's just a really beautiful and hard example of self-advocacy and an interesting perspective showing how far back this goes. If not, it's totally okay. I'm going to do the episodes on the psych evaluation anyway, because I already had that. And then he said, you should do it. We've already discussed parents who don't want to admit it's come up in all three episodes I've been on. I'm a little embarrassed, but don't let that stop you. And so like for him to be able to say, I'm embarrassed by my response when you were 13, but I'm okay with you talking about it now. It just breaks my heart and is so, so why we do this, but like in a way that I wouldn't have thought, you know? Yeah. I'm going to try and stop, not cry right now. Oh, I, I think that's incredibly beautiful. And as someone who's absolutely never had that and never going to have that with my yeah other parent, I think like, it's such a blessing to be able to have that. I was reflecting with Talon the other day and I was like, I don't think my dad has ever said, I'm sorry to me like once. You know, it's just beautiful that your dad is willing to go there with you. And I love that for you. Well, and I would assume that for many of us, at least one of our parents was the kind who wasn't willing to have these conversations because that's the invalidating environment, right? It's, yeah. I mean, I hope for everyone that obviously that they can have those conversations with their parents and their friends and their loved ones. But like, even even I can't have those conversations with my mom, right? Like it's never gonna happen that's the thing is like it's I think it's a good for me that's like the entry point to radical acceptance like I want a relationship with both of my parents and I'm willing to meet them where they are at and my mom has done a lot of work Mm -hmm. in being able to meet me somewhere and I'm like super grateful for that and I know that my dad doesn't have it in him to do that because I think it would destroy him and the life that he has built if he inevitably had to go back into his own trauma Mm -hmm. and then look at the life he's living. And I can't imagine him looking at the life he's living and thinking it's as full of joy as it could be, you know, and that's like such a painful thing to admit. And, and it's easier not to. Yeah. I mean, he absolutely doesn't know how, right. Like Mm -hmm. he would, absolutely not know how and that's okay and I love my dad and my dad loves me he just doesn't know how to say that or show that in a way that I can receive and he doesn't have the ability to meet me in that to create that because I've asked and he's not and again like and that's okay because I want to have a relationship with him so I am making the choice to like not have that need met in order to have a relationship with him because that's more important to me right 
Yeah. But the only way I could get there was radical acceptance. Cause it's like, I can't be angry anymore. Yeah. And, and it's not going to change and you can't change it. So that's where radical acceptance is so valuable, right? It's like kind of, it's almost like pick your battles really in some ways. And I know your relationship with your dad is challenging in a big way. Yeah. But I just wanted to say that I think like for me, it's really healing to watch you and your dad having a father-daughter relationship that exists like that. And I feel like so many of our super feelers listening will have a ton of hope in knowing that you guys worked really hard to get there. And that means that they can work really hard to get there too. And I worked really hard with my mom to get to yeah. a state of that. Right. And like, that's the thing that I want people to take away is that like our parents, if they want to, if they understand what it takes to do it, that they can get there with us and that we have to do just as much work as they do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I had another moment the other day that made me really happy that I haven't text. I was going to text you about it. And then I was like, no, I'm going to, I'll just wait until I talk to you. I had a friend the other day who was talking about somebody that she knows who has borderline. And I know that this person has borderline and this person's been having a really hard time. And so my friend was just like saying like, yeah, I mean, you know, she's having a really tough time and she's a super feeler. So I get it. And instead of saying, yeah, she has borderline and that's why she used the word super feeler. My God. Ew. Ew. It's so cute. Ew. I know. I almost like died because I was like, thank you so much for like, you just took that word. She doesn't listen to the podcast, but she took the word that she knows resonates with us and used it instead of borderline because she knew that she didn't need to say it. That is the exact definition. We never even have to record on this now. That is the exact definition of person-centeredness and how to do it. Exactly. It was, I hope hope you tell that person and like reinforce that for her, that, that, that she did that meant like her doing that meant a lot to you. I don't know if I did say, sorry, my cat is freaking my one second. Um, I don't know if I have said that to her, she works in the substance use field, so she gets it right. But I will reiterate that to her for sure. Yeah. I think you should. That's really beautiful. Yeah. I really wanted to tell you that. I thought you would enjoy that a lot. Yes. I love it. Did you have any other thoughts like to wrap up the year? Did we want to talk about what's coming in September or do we want to do that after we've had that meeting in August? Yeah, let's have it be at the meeting in August and And then then start September with that season with that or the year or whatever. I think that's it. Oh, something that I wanted to share with you that it's another thing that I haven't been sharing not intentionally, but just, I've wanted to talk to you about, and I just, we haven't had the opportunity. So last year around this time, we had a rough situation. We, you and I. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we kind of. With our friendship. friendship. Okay. Yes. yes, And we we weren't sure what was going to happen at the time. Yeah. And we decided to do what we've been doing for the last year, which is like kind of independently doing episodes, but then being there if we can kind of thing to help with scheduling. Yeah. Which I honestly finally am like, Oh my God, I think Lori's my friend again. A hundred. Exactly. Me too. I agree. And at the time we were like, well, people might hate it, right? Like people might like us together and they might not like it if we're separate or they might not like it if we have too many guests. 
And I, just, I think you, you kind of pushed back on it at first. And I was, it was kind of like a part of my dear man to do. And yeah. then your, your dear man was like to not cancel. And so it was like the only solution we could come yeah. up with that worked for everybody. I felt like. Exactly. Yeah. But I wanted to show you this. I don't know if you look at the stats very often. Oh, they're huge. It's blown up. But, I know. But it's blown up since, since we did that. And I that. I know. I, I think people like it more because I think they get excited to be like, oh, I didn't hear Lori last week. I can't wait to hear Lori next week. Or like Lori's bringing in different types of people than Sarah's bringing in. We have so much more diversity now. And we're not stressed about each other, which probably comes across well. Like when we're doing episodes like this, this wouldn't have happened a year ago. No, absolutely not. Because we would have like, I think we both were like, I hate her. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> because we have borderline. We're just like, I freaking hate her because I yeah. can't fucking do this anymore. And I know she can't fucking do this anymore. And I'm just like, what is happening? But yes. and now I have genuine fun. Oh my and- God. I have so much fun. I'm like texting you and I'm excited to tell you about my life. Yeah. Which we For did not do before. Time, we didn't do that in like eight months. Yeah. And I just wanted to say that like, you guys can't see the stat. Maybe, maybe we'll show the graph without the numbers on it. On Patreon. On Patreon. When we when we decided to make that cut or like that new kind of philosophy of how we were going to do this, we were so unsure of whether or not this was going to tank the show. And it did the exact opposite. Like our monthly listeners like tripled. Every I know. Month. It's and so wild. We we're just... 90,000 downloads. I know. By the time... This oh my God. Out, when we... I feel like we should really try to work towards getting together in person for a hundred thousand, something for a hundred thousand, which is probably going to be like six weeks away. So end of summer, I think that's perfect. I agree. That'd be so much fun. Maybe you guys can come down to my house. Yeah. I mean, that might um, be a lot of stress for you to try and get all your shit moved before then. We could meet in like Seattle or something. We could meet in Seattle. That'd be great. <laughs> I love you so much. I, I love you. Me. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hi friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bold Beautiful Borderline podcast. Lori and I are so grateful that you're here with us on this journey and we can't wait to dive into more topics in the future with you all about borderline and even have some more fun and exciting guests to join us on the podcast. If you really enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. We would also love to see you interact with us on social media and on our Patreon page. The links to that are included in the show notes, so check us out there. We would be incredibly honored to get to know you all as you get to know us and our recovery stories. We love you, and we'll see you next time.